The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. I've been chomping at the bit all week, front and center, to commence broadcast pleasure maneuvers. Especially after my huge win last week while wagering on the Kentucky Derby. Big win for me from my sentimental dark horse favorite, which I will tell you about momentarily. A lot going on in the world of alpha male pleasure and the world in general. And as always, we congregate together as fellow alphas, and we have some lovely dames that enjoy hearing fellow alphas converse as we enjoy the good life without any threat of the enemies of pleasure or the wussified betas encroaching upon our alpha man cave. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, semper delitatio. Always pleasure. The global five-star alpha general, front and center, as well as your global alpha, as we get ready to enjoy two hours of unabashed pleasure. As I always say, make America great again. Long live the alpha. We'll get to Trump uh, just a few minutes I'm not. Uh, I'm a little uh, not disappointed. Yes, I am. I think uh, we'll. I'll, 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 I've got plenty to share about our president. As you know, I'm a big supporter. But just like any, as I play it right down the line, somebody's right. I will admit it. Even if he's a taxocrat, even if he's a lib, if they're wrong, even if they're Republican, I will tell you that too. So we will get to that. We've got a lot to go on, as always, front and center, and we will get to it. I remind you, follow me on social media. Go to cigardave.com which should be on your internet favorites list, both on your mobile device as well as your your desktop or your notebook computer. That is the hub of all things alpha pleasure related. Cigardave.com, upper right-hand side. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, so on and so forth. And we are just completing our new television studio. We should have that done in the next week or so, and we'll start pumping out tons and tons of video for your pleasure. Talk about pleasure. One of the comedians, probably the comedian that brought me the most amount of pleasure. I don't even have to tell you. You know who it is. The great Don Rickles. Passed away a couple of weeks ago. We had a nice tribute to him. And in fact, the last couple of weeks, I have been watching, I've been scouring YouTube for great videos. I've watched videos and I've uncovered new videos and new interviews 
and appearances and, and shows that Don Rickles was on that I was not aware of. And I can't get enough. I've watched the same clip 50 times, and he still cracks me up. I still am on my sofa with a cigar in hand, still cracking up. Well, amongst the gems of Don Rickles that I was able to uncover, and by the way, Don Rickles would have been 91 last Monday. Monday, May 8th would have been his 91st birthday. He did commercials for Right Guard back in 1974, for Anso Carpet in 1987, and I remember both, and I totally forgot he did a Snickers commercial back in 2013. He wasn't in the commercial long, but long enough. Well, let's play a commercial for Right Guard, and really it was just Don Rickles being Don Rickles. Enough is enough. America, take your pick. Rickles or Right Guard. This country's not big enough for both of us. You know, my act is making people sweat. But how can I make you sweat if you're always using Right Guard antiperspirant? Right Guard has a super dry anti-stain formula to help keep you dry. I'm trying to get you hot and bothered. Right Guard helps keep you cool. One of us has got to go. It's up to you. Rickles or Right Guard? You'd rather have Rickles. W- wouldn't you? I remember all those commercials. We are posting them at CigarDave.com and social media so you can view them should you desire. I always like starting the show on a positive note. Nothing more positive than the comedy of Don Rickles. Even when he went after people, he was a mensch. He was still, he, he just would gore people. Everybody enjoyed it. In fact, if you were the subject, the scorn of his, the, the subject of his wrath, People loved it. In fact, if many celebrities said, if he wasn't picking on me, I felt like something was wrong. But at the end, he was always uh, very complimentary of everybody and said, look, I make fun of everybody. Why? Because we have to laugh. And I love everybody. I respect everybody. And that's why Don Rickles, who, who was able to do what he did, and, and only one ever, there is only one Don Rickles, still miss him. Now, you will recall, I talked about the new president-elect, Emmanuel Macron, and his wife, Brigitte Trogneau, and how they met. She is, he is 39, youngest ever president of France. And in fact, uh, I have a picture that we will share with you of the French flag, the surrender flag, being hoisted atop Eiffel Tower after his election. We'll send that out to you on social media. And... His wife, soon to be the first lady, 24 years older. She is 64, and as I said, she looks it. Now, normally what would happen is when a man turns 64, he would be going for the 39-year-old. Let's say his wife is, you know, 60, 55. At that point, the alpha says, you know, it's time to change models. Need to go a little younger. Get a 30, 35, 39-year-old. You know, get a little spruced-up model. He went the other way around, and as I told you how they met she was his high school drama teacher that's right now they said they didn't get any into any type of relationship or liaison until he was 18 they met when he was 14 do you really believe that she was married with three kids she's got seven grandkids now the french first lady do you think when she was banging him when he was a high school student she said i'm gonna ride this guy's pony all the way to the First Lady of France gig. Guaranteed no way, shape, or form. Never done anything. Not really. He kind of reminds me of Obama in many respects. Hasn't really been a uh, supposedly an investment banker. Who knows? But we will find out. Now, 
I had many people saying, oh, how dare you say that a, a younger boy, 16, 17, should be able to have sex with his teacher, even if, no matter how hot she was, if, if the teacher was, was in her 20s or 30s. And of course, I did some of it in jest, but I did receive some scorn from someone saying, I had to turn you off. It's unacceptable. I can't believe it. My wife and I were astounded. Look, I am simply relaying what many of us as young adolescent males thought way back at the time, that if we had a hot teacher, we would have tapped that and ridden that pony all the way to victory, the same way that I rode the Battle of Midway pony in the Kentucky Derby. Now, as you know, last week, we did our Kentucky Derby Horse Race Betting Wagering 101 Maneuvers in Preview with Brad Free of the Daily Racing Forum, noted columnist and handicapper. Now, I said my dark horse candidate, because I love the name, was Battle of Midway. you got to love that name. Battle of Midway, decisive victory for the United States in WW2. So I said that I was going to, and by the way, the other horse that I wagered on was, and I'm trying to remember, uh, McCracken, or as I like to refer to it as Butt McCracken. I placed a $50 bet on McCracken to win. Thought he had the speed, didn't show very well. Lost, no problem. But I bet, I bet 50 bucks on Battle of Midway to show, meaning all he had to do was either win, place, or show. First, second, or third, and I get paid. So I'm watching this, and I'm seeing Battle of the Midway, the horse, looking strong. I mean, he's really going. I thought he was going to start fading. He didn't. Close race, came in third. He showed. Now, in my irrational exuberance, when I saw the tote board, that I think it paid $10.40, I was assuming that was on a, you know, $1 bet. For every dollar, you got $10.40. It was based on a $2 bet, so you got $5.20. So I inadvertently tweeted out, well, I did win, but I tweeted out that I won $1,040 for my $50 wager. I was incorrect, so I want to set the record straight. I won $520 once I went online to cash out my winnings. On my $50 wager, I won $520. Still, that's a 1,000% return. Didn't do any handicapping, didn't look at the... All I said is, I love the name. You know what? I'm going to go for it. And I did. So, Battle of Midway, congratulations. I hope that he wins. And uh, next up is the, is the Preakness and Balmer. In two weeks, and I hope that he wins that one. All right, when we come back, we will tell you about a very, very big scandal that has been uncovered by Time Magazine involving the President of the United States and a dessert that he enjoys. Much to get to today. Big gin recall. We'll tell you about that. We've got a postscript to a story that we told you about last week with a judge in the Cigar City of Tampa who excoriated... A, uh, a University of South Florida player, and more importantly, his coach, who had only been here for four or five months, imploring him to leave. We'll tell you about uh, some new cigars that are coming out, including a brand-new Avo, some big news from Gurkha. A lot going on in the uh, world of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. As always, we will spend the next two hours going over everything as we enjoy a cigar, we enjoy a libation, we prop our feet back, and we enjoy the alpha male lifestyle without any apology in any way, shape, or form. If you 
miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Cigar Dave's health recommendation. Include ample amounts of wreckage and stackage in your daily diet. Screw the fruits and vegetables. And another part of the diet that I highly endorse is enjoying dessert. You can never go wrong with that. Dave, before we get there. Sergeant Steve, yes. You talked last week betting the Kentucky Derby. You bet a horse based on its name. That I did. Like Battle, whoa, 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 Battle of Midway is not Chicky. That is not Beta. Battle of Midway was a decisive win. I didn't say How that the, you... the battle or the horse was Beta. I said picking a horse. It's like my sister as a kid. Who's your favorite football team? Oh, I like Dolphins, so I like the Dolphins. Wait a minute. Your sister liked the Miami Dolphins, the Flippers? She did. Did is good. That is the operative word. She's now a big because, Carolina Panthers fan. but Well, I like the Panthers, too. Obviously, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. So when I hear someone say they like the Miami Flippers, you know that kind of raises my 
puts the hair on my back just well, I don't have any hair on my back, but hair on my neck just goes crazy because I cannot stand the doll. By the way, have you ever heard the Miami Dolphins? The I call them the Miami Flippers because they have flipper on the side of their helmet. How how tough does that look? You ever heard the song they play after they score a touchdown or a field goal down in Miami? I have. Pretty it bad. is the pardon the pun here. It is the gayest song I've ever heard. Not that there's anything wrong with being gay, as Jerry Seinfeld would say, but I'm using that just as a figure of speech. It is the it is the lamest song. It is so irritating. Miami's got a football team. We are the. It's horrible, horrible, and the flippers cannot stand them. But going back to what you said, yeah, chicks sometimes go, oh, I love the name of that. But there is a historical significance. That's why this justifies being an alpha male decision. And you know what else is alpha, Sergeant Steve? Getting a 1,000% return on my investment. That is very alpha. That is very alpha, man. I think it's like 1,013% to be exact. Five fifty bucks, five hundred and twenty dollars in. Let's see, I made my wager just about a minute before they went off. I always wait for the latest odds. Went off at forty to one, by the way, forty to one. I got great odds, and everyone's like, "Are you nuts? Guys, got no chance." I go, "Yeah, maybe he doesn't, but what the hell?" Because I thought McCracken was. I really thought McCracken was going to win, but Battle of Midway, I'll take it. So, a little bit of a divergence there, a little digression. But it is 100% alpha, especially when the horse has that kind of significant, strong name, that strong battle, and then to receive that kind of return on investment, that's alpha, baby. And by the way, tell your sister that I'm glad she kind of went over to the Carolina Panthers, not, that, not those Miami porpoises, the fish. Yes, she made a wise choice. Yeah, much, much better wise choice. Now, let's talk about another wise choice, dessert. Love dessert. Who doesn't love dessert? To me, chocolate cake. Give me a triple-decker chocolate cake where you know you got like three of the layers of cake and then you've got the nice chocolate frosting in between and the nice chocolate frosting and then around the edge. Of course, I really, in the last, let's see, since uh, the end of September, I think I've had cake twice. One around the holidays and one around my birthday. That was it. Just a little snivel. Not much at all. But boy, right about now, I could go for a Wright's cake from the Cigar City. Chocolate, carrot cake, oh, mouth is watering. Well, the president loves his dessert, maybe too much. Got to lay back, I think, on the cake and the, and the ice cream. But Time Magazine had three of their people with an extensive interview during, I think, a lunch or a dinner with President Trump at the White House. Sat down with him. By the way, any person that says the president's not accessible, he's almost too accessible. But there is a big scoop. Time reported on all the details that President Trump, how many scoops of ice cream he likes with his chocolate cream pie. And there was something else that came out. But CNN unraveled this big time exclusive and, of course, had to report on it because the Communist News Network, Pravda North America, had nothing better to do. Jeannie Mose, here's the start of her report on President Trump. Time magazine got a scoop. Literally a scoop. One scoop for me, please. On the president's scoops. The president likes more than one scoop. Here's what she had to say. She continues this break groundbreaking exclusive, well, not exclusive, but groundbreaking story that I'm sure every American wants to know. Which brings us to ice cream. 
Now, in the blue room of the White House, the president sits down for a candlelit dinner with three correspondents from Time magazine, dining with the enemies of the people. Of course they're going to notice every little thing. With the salad course, Trump is served what appears to be Thousand Island dressing instead of the creamy vinaigrette for his guests. And then the gem. At the dessert course, he gets two scoops of vanilla ice cream with his chocolate cream pie instead of the single scoop for everyone else. Oh, what shattering information. First of all, are they sure it was Thousand Island dressing? How does time know it wasn't Russian dressing? Hmm? I think we'd need an investigation on that. In fact, I want to bring in the FBI. I want to bring in Homeland Security. I want to bring in the CIA. Was Trump enjoying Russian dressing or was it Thousand Island? We want to be specific on that. And then he likes two scoops while they only got one scoop. Did it ever dawn on maybe the time reporters or editors if they really want another scoop? Do you think if they said, excuse me, to the server, would it be possible to get another scoop? Do you think the server would have said, no, I'm sorry, or President Trump would have said, no? Absolutely not. And by the way, something else was revealed. I heard this on MSNBC with... with uh, uh, Zika and Schmo Brzezinski. By the way, mazel tov to Mr. and Mrs. Zika Brzezinski. I call her Zika, not Mika. Because Joe uh, Scarborough is going to become, she's gonna, he's going to take her name. Joe Schmo Brzezinski. Big, big, fascinating reveal here. That the president was served Diet Coke at that meeting while the guests, the Time Magazine guests, were only served water. Again, did the Time Magazine guests ever say, excuse me, would it be possible to get a Diet Coke or a Coke or an orange juice or a tomato juice? Again, do you think that the server would have said, no, I'm sorry, or the president would have said, no way? Can you imagine any network spending time on this if it were Barack Obama or Bill Clinton? This is absurd. But the mere fact that they try to report this as something serious just shows you how pathetic the lamestream media has become. When we come back, we will enjoy the National Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony. Hmm. Will I have a Russian vodka? Will I have a cigar that maybe was imported from Russia? Only I and the CIA and the FBI know that. We will enjoy pleasure maneuvers around the corner. Check out the all-new CigarDave.com. Get info on the cigars and libations the general enjoys during the show. Get recipes from the pooch pit and drink cocktails, too. You can listen to the show on our 24-7 stream or download the latest podcast to listen to anytime. Get it all at CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown.
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, I have selected a beautiful combination of cigar and libation today. Looking for something on the medium to full-bodied side. Definitely have that that taste profile in mind today, and I go all over the place. Sometimes I want mild, sometimes I want uh, medium, sometimes I want Maduro, sometimes I want spicy. Just goes all over the place. So today I have selected from Dura State their Nica Rustica. Been a while since I've enjoyed the Nica Rustica. Let me tell you about this beautiful cigar made in Nicaragua. This is a medium to full bodied cigar showcases the wonderful tobaccos from Esteli in the Jalapa regions of Nicaragua. Beautiful, very rustic, dark, I would say jagged Connecticut broadleaf Maduro. When you look at this, it's definitely not a silky wrapper. It's definitely not smooth. It looks rustic, which is part of the appeal. And on this particular cigar, the way that they, they don't finish the cap, they just do a modified pigtail. They twist it. It's almost unfinished, not like a traditional pigtail. The foot of the cigar is not cut. It's unfinished as well. But you don't cut the foot. You just start lighting, and away you go. So the Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro wrapper is surrounding a Mexican San Andreas Negro or Marron binder. And the tripa, or the filler, is Nicaraguan Esteli and Jalapa. This is a dark, rustic-looking cigar, very spicy, very robust. Beautiful-looking cigar. Comes in three different sizes. The El Brujito, which is a Toro. The Belly, which is a 7.5 by 54. And the... Short Robusto, which is what I have pulled out. Four and a half inches in length with a 50 ring gauge. Beautiful shape. Take you probably about 40, uh, 30, 35 minutes to enjoy this cigar if you're not rushing it. 
It's going to run about six bucks. Very nice looking cigar, cool packaging. The Drew Estate Nica Rustica, my selection today. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Well, I have in front of me my self sharpening double edge stainless steel guillotine, which I will use. And actually, I could probably just pull the cap, the twisted pigtail off this Nica Rustica, but I like a nice clean cut, so I will use my double edge guillotine. Maximum BTU flamethrowing and heat producing apparatus. Well, let me pull up. Whoops. Let me grab that here off my desk here. My Cigar Dave Research and Development Laboratories have given me, again, we call this the 357 Magnum because it looks like a 357 Magnum. Big tank, nice handle. Big, you can listen to that flame. You can hear that. Shoots out. I fill this tank once, and I'm good for about three months. No bull. Not available in stores, but that's what I would use today. I'll tell you, these guys in the white laboratory coats, they always come up with some new concoctions. They're like the James Bond laboratories, or laboratories, as they say in Britain. But this is what I would use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. And here comes the cut. Perfect cut. Oh, beautiful. Comes off nicely. Let me now place a cigar in my mouth. And get ready to toast the foot of this unique-looking cigar, this Nicarustica. Again, the foot is unfinished. So you don't see the filler leaves. You just see kind of the scrunch part of the wrapper. You don't cut anything. You just start lighting, and it'll burn off. It's starting to burn off right now as we speak. Mm. Wow. A lot of spice right off the get-go. Great draw. Okay, now I have the entire foot that is properly lit. Let me touch it up a little bit as I blow on the foot. A few puffs. Mm. Magnificent. Wow. A lot of spiciness. A little woodiness on the palate. A lot of sizzle, but very very wonderful aroma, but again, perfect name for this cigar. It's a rustic-looking cigar, Nica Rustica, Nicaraguan Rustic Cigar from Drew Estate. Beautiful, good price. And I think this was in our, our uh, Officers Club selection way, 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 way back. Can't go wrong, but now I need something to accompany it. Scotch, bourbon, and beer commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. A spirit that I have not enjoyed in many, 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 many shows is one that has its roots in the Caribbean, distilled from sugarcane, and it is rum. Can't go wrong with rum. And I pulled out a bottle of Ron Viejo de Caldas Grand Reserve Oak Cask Aged Rum from Colombia. This is 80 proof, 40% alcohol by volume. Aged eight years. It is now discontinued. Because Ron Viejo is only aging their rums three years. This is aged eight years. And they age it in barrel oak casks. It gives you a very nice flavor. I This was given to me. I can't remember. Sommelier Dave gave this to me. But opened it up. And I think the last time I sampled this was maybe two years ago. But I'm going to open it up right now. 
And I'm going to pour a little bit here, just a splash. Oops. Helps if I would open that properly. For some reason it didn't want to open. There we go. Excellent, as I pour it into the glass here. Okay. Let me swirl it around. Wow, wonderful aroma. Like molasses on the nose. Ooh. Cheers on that. Take a sip. Wow. Whoa. What a magnificent accompaniment to my Nika Rustica. A lot of molasses sweetness with the sizzle and spiciness from the bourbon oak barrel. Wow. I got to take another sip. Mm. This is good. I better savor this because not made any longer, eight years. Now I know why. It's got to sit for eight years. I think they'd rather just sell it after three years and cash out. Cha-ching. But this Ron Viejo de Caldas Grand Reserve Oak-Aged Rum, I don't even know what the price is because it is not even available. Their three-year-old is about $25, 28 So I venture to say this is probably at the time, probably in the $40, $50 category. Magnificent combination between my Nica Rustica and my Ron Viejo de Caldas Grand Reserve Rum. Rum is one of those spirits that kind of gets forgotten. You know, you think of rum in a pina colada, but brown rum to me, when it's properly aged in barrels, that's, you can just sip this. Put it in a snifter. It is like sipping cognac or great bourbon or great scotch. Cannot go wrong. Get that nice sweetness from the sugar cane. But with that combination of that bourbon barrel, beautiful. Outstanding. Absolutely magnificent. Another award-winning selection front and center. Or did I take a puff here? Now, I'm going to give you a postscript to a story we had last week. We told you about Judge Margaret Taylor, Maggie. I really went after her. By the way, I went after her pretty hard because she went after a player, a University of South, Foot, uh, South Florida football player, defensive end, Legarius Jackson, who was arrested for I believe, um, let me get the exact charges here, sexual battery and false imprisonment of a woman. Now, since then, he's been arrested a second time. Somebody else reported that back in March, she was subject to a sexual battery. Now, as I said at the time, I don't know whether he's innocent or guilty. Don't know. From the looks of things, he may be. But everybody is presumed innocent until proven guilty. And at an arraignment hearing, the defendant has the right to enter a plea. Guilty, not guilty. The judge says, how do you plea? And then at that point, bail is issued. Now, he entered a not guilty plea. Instead of her saying, we accept your plea, I will issue bail in the amount of X. Normally for something like that is maybe $10,000, $12,000. She went on and on and excoriated him. And then went on to excoriate the head coach. In fact, Sergeant Steve, do we have that soundbite from last week? You know what? Let's refresh everybody's memory. I want to play this soundbite, and I really went after this judge because this was her 15 minutes of fame. Believe me, she was trying to parlay this. Con- this wasn't even a, 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 an extemporaneous speech that came to her. She doesn't speak extemporaneously like me. 
she had notes. This was well-planned, well-prepared, and, and you knew she had notes because as she was talking, every 10, 15 seconds, she kept glancing down to see what she would say for the next 10 seconds. So she tried to make it like this was extemporaneous, this was off the cuff. It wasn't. This was clearly premeditated. And this was her shot, I believe. She wants fame. She was in a reality TV show on HGTV, Home and Garden Television, two years ago. Got a taste of it and figured, you know what? I think I could be the next Judge Judy. I could be the next Judge Wapner. I could be the next Judge Alex Ferrer. I could be the next uh, Judge whoever on TV. This could be my opportunity to cash out. Cha-ching. First of all, she doesn't have a look for TV. Bushy eyebrows doesn't go with the bleach blonde hair. It's not a good look. You know, you just, as I said last week, you know that the carpet doesn't match the drapes. You just can tell. It's not really, try to be a little more natural. And as I really excoriated her last week, a acquaintance, not a super big friend, but acquaintance pulled me aside, heard the show, said, I want to tell you something. He said, I know what a judge, dead nuts on. That's all he said. Dead nuts on. Gave me a wink. Said, glad you enjoyed it. So let's play the soundbite and what took place after she went after not only the player, but the head coach, Charlie Strong, of the University of South Florida, who'd only been at the university, who has been at the university only four or five months. And I've looked at the CRA, Mr. Jackson, and if these allegations against you are true, I must say that your behavior is nothing short of outrageous. Mr. Jackson, I need to let you know that I also, I mean, I graduated from USF. I'm an alumni. I graduated from USF in 1989, long before there was a football team. And while USF may not be the top-ranked school in the nation, I was never ashamed of being an alum until now. Embarrassed and ashamed, Mr. Jackson, let's just say my USF diploma is not proudly hanging in my office right now. And I have a message for your coach as well. Coach Strong, if you are listening, in the last couple of months, there have been two arrests of your players for very violent felonies. This court, and I'm sure I'm not alone, questions whether you have control over your players. It's fairly clear that you do not have control of them off the field, and I guess only time will tell whether you have control over them on the field. I would implore you to think long and hard about whether being head coach at USF is a good fit for you. I would implore you, Judge Maggie Strong, Margaret, uh, correction, Margaret Taylor, I would implore you to think about whether you should even be on the court, on the bench, whether you are even fit after that little tirade. Well, here's a little postscript. The chief judge of Hillsborough County's court system, which is the county in which the Cigar City of Tampa was within, Chief Judge Ron Figueroa called up Charlie Strong, and I don't know if he's a University of South Florida supporter or what it is, but he called up the head coach, met the coach for coffee, and asked Coach Strong if he would be willing to meet with Judge Taylor, who really dressed him down. Now, the coach has been classy the whole time. I would have come out and spoken very negative. I would have said, this judge doesn't know anything about me. To impugn my character, my integrity is out of bounds. She is wrong, and I deserve an apology from her. I would have gone right after her. Cut her off at the nuts. I don't know if she has any, but if you saw her, possibly. Well, the head coach said, 
fine. I will. I'll be happy to meet. Now, if it were me, I'd say, you want that book yak to meet me? Have her come to my office. Let her grovel. Let her get in on her on all fours and grovel to me. That's what I would have said. Instead, Coach Strong went down to the Hillsborough County Court where, before he met with her, was given a tour of the court, met people, met uh, the employees by uh, the tours given by Chief Judge Ron Figueroa, who tried to play nice. And I'm sure the Chief Judge brought him, brought the, the uh, uh, Judge Taylor into his, into his chambers, into his office, and dressed her down and said, inappropriate. You do that again, you're done. I'll guarantee you that. Guaranteed. Because it was embarrassing to the court, and he as a chief judge reflects badly on his court. Well, the head coach, Charlie Strong, again, integrity and character that has not been impugned in any way, shape, or form when he was head coach at Louisville, head coach at the University of uh, Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Spoke with... uh, Judge Taylor, for 10 minutes in her chambers. The chief judge then came out and said, I think Coach Strong was able to educate Judge Taylor on some of the issues. It went very well. Oh, I think it was the other way around. I'm sure that Judge Taylor apologized to him and groveled. And if I was Charlie Str- or, uh, or uh, head coach uh, uh, Charlie Strong, I would have absolutely said, I'm not meeting her on her turf. She's come to me. Let her get her ass up here. Let her go out of the way. He did the classy thing, and I will guarantee you that you will never hear another peep out of Judge Taylor again. She recused herself right afterwards, and she was scorned and ridiculed by media across the country, not only sports media, but USA Today and, uh, and, and, and all the, 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 the newspapers and TV stations, in addition to ESPN and Fox Sports and Barstool Sports and Deadspin. They went after her, as did I, uncalled for. Her career is forever tainted, and she's toast. She's not going any higher. She's done. That's it. And she's got to run for re-election again. I don't know how many years. But uh, if, I were, uh, if, if I were her opponent, I'd go after saying, you know what, this is the kind of judge you want, someone that grandstands from the bench. And if she had any thought of ever doing a reality show, two chances of that, sweetheart. Slim and none and slim already left town. Call her an Uber for a one-way ticket out of the courthouse, out of town, and out of the country. The May selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is honoring the life of Avo Uvesian with the Avo Classic. This cigar is smooth and creamy with notes of pepper. The Avo Classic is mild to medium in taste and crafted from an impressive blend of Dominican fillers and binders in a stunning Ecuadorian wrapper. It's easy to join the Officers Club to have these cigars shipped directly to you. Just log on to CigarDave.com. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. 
That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. Things come in small packages. Well, not according to the general's harem. The Cigar Dave Show. Yes, the harem never met a five-star package they didn't love. Speaking of packages, if you are a member of my officer's club, the May 2017 selection is quite appropriate. It is the Avo Classic with the recent passing of Avo Uvesian, legendary cigar and music industry legend Avo Uvesian back in March. I felt it was appropriate that we pay tribute and honor Avo with his original selection, his original cigar, the Avo Classic. It was blended 25 years ago, a beautiful, harmonious collaboration between the great Avo Uvesian and renowned cigar master Hendrik or Hanky Kellner. It is smooth, it is creamy, notes of pepper, very balanced, nice, approachable cigar any time of day. Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, the binder and filler from Republica Dominicana. And if, as I said in the Officers Club insert, if you were fortunate enough to meet Avo at an event, at, uh, at, a, at a dinner, out and about, you knew Avo was a friend to all. If you met him once, he was your friend. He was a genuine, genuine man, and we all miss him, and uh, his spirit does live on. And in the insert, I wanted to make sure we appropriately paid tribute to Avo, so we put his name, and we also put March 22nd, 1926, the day of his birth, till March 24th, 2017, to the day that he passed away. 91 years of age. A great man. We definitely miss Avo, and I'll tell you, the last time I saw him in December, he was a great spirit, and we, we chatted for at length, and I uh, didn't think that would be the last time I saw him, because with Avo, you thought he would live forever. But Avo, we certainly remember you, and if you are not a member of my officers club, do not delay, do not wait. 
Go to CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. All right. Hour number one in the annals of history. A lot to get to in hour number two, including a big recall on a distilled spirit. And there's only one person that is extremely happy about it. And you know who he is. We'll tell you about that next hour. Big cigar news. Brand new. Speaking of Avo, brand new, great-looking cigar from Avo. There's a new Padron that is coming out, new size. Gurkha has purchased their first-ever factory. Some big news on the legislative front. And, of course, we will get to the enemies of pleasure, the enemies of comfortable seating the airlines. Much to get to. Hour number two of The Cigar Dave Show is next. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, I can tell you this. I'm on my second cocktail, my second libation, as I gently sip some Ron Viejo de Caldas Grand Reserve Oak Cask Age Rum. Eight years of age in my snifter here. Absolutely magnificent. It is so good that I poured myself a snifter full. In the first hour, and now I'm gently making my way towards enjoying the second snifter. It is a wonderful sipping rum that goes beautifully with my Nika Rustica. And as we spend the next hour together, as we kick back and share the alpha male bonding experience, no subject is out of reach, is out of limits. We will talk cigars. I will talk Donald Trump. We will talk the enemies of seating comfort. That would be the airline industry. Much more, our two front and center. Welcome back, the commanding general, your five-star global alpha from command center alpha, front and center in the cigar city of Tampa, as I am nice and comfortable with all the accoutrements around me, great cigars and libations, the harem just in the next room, because during the breaks when I need a little bit of, of stress relief, they are front and center. And I hope that your harem is servicing you as well. Now, before I get to talking about some new cigar items, very briefly, I want to talk about President Donald J. Trump. We talked in the first hour about Time Magazine and CNN making a big deal because he had two scoops of ice cream on his chocolate cream pie. <gasps> oh, the horror of it, the humanity, the tragedy. Really amazes me how they create things that crises out of things that do not exist. I tell you, if you watch CNN and MSNBC in the morning for five minutes, I will guarantee you will your day will be destroyed. You would think that nothing is functioning in the country. 
that nobody has any work, that the entire country is in the midst of a giant malaise. You wouldn't know that the president is addressing the North Korea issue very nicely, that China yesterday came out and said they're going to open up their markets more so to American companies, that Saudi Arabia now wants to invest $20 billion in the United States. You wouldn't hear all these things. And part of the problem is, as much as I love President Trump, I love that he's an alpha, I love that he's decisive, although he wasn't decisive on Comey, and I'll get to that in a moment. What irks me, and I'm sure irks many people, is that he gets distracted on these tangents which take away from the achievements and accomplishments. Everybody should be talking about the fact that China is basically, for the first time in years and years, saying, yep, because of negotiating, because of the president, we are going to open it. Because the president sat down with him, I'm sure, and said, look, you want a trade war? We're your largest customer. We can shut that down. He's tough. And he was right during the campaign when he said, these people negotiating on behalf of the government, they're idiots. China's good negotiators. you got to be tough. And what irks the opponents of Trump, the OOTs, the opponents of Trump, they dislike the fact that he is straightforward. They dislike the fact that he is an alpha male. They dislike the fact that he may be a little brusque, that he may be direct. Look, I cannot tell you how many people have told me that they find me intimidating, they find me offensive, they find me brusque. Why? Because I speak truth, because I am straightforward. I don't sugarcoat it. And the analogy I use is if a woman asks me, does this make my ass look big? I'm not going to tell them, no, sweetheart. It looks great. Your ass looks so small in that dress or that, those, the, that skirt. No. Why would I lie to them? You ask me a question, I'm going to give you an answer. Just like when I ask somebody a question, I'm gonna, I, I want a straight answer. I don't want them to beat around a bush. I don't want them to sugarcoat it. Sometimes all you have to do is yes or no. Instead, you get these convoluted answers. It's like when somebody would ask President Obama, are you happy with the 75-degree temperature today? Instead of saying, yes, simple answer. He goes on for 10 minutes in circles on a tangent and finally never answers the question. Sometimes when you are straightforward, when you are direct, when you are candid, when you are truthful, people mistake truth and confidence for arrogance. It has happened to me my entire life. And I had people saying, you know, you really should change. You should really try to tone it down a little bit. You should try to be a little softer. And my response to them is, well, that's not who I am. If you want soft, if you want something a little bit, uh, a little bit, so little bit more rounded on the edges, go talk to the Pillsbury Doughboy. But, but don't talk to me. That's how I am. Like it, hate it, I don't care. You know where pe people know where they stand with me. And there's one thing that people dislike more than anything else. It is indecision. It is being left in limbo. People can handle change, but they can't handle uncertainty. And I've always believed that no matter what, be straight. If you're going to let someone go, if you are go like President, I said this from day one, President Trump on day one at 6 o'clock that night after the festivities of the inauguration should have gone in the Oval Office and should have immediately asked for the dismissal or terminated FBI Director Comey, the IRS Commissioner John Koskinen, ask for the, the res resignation from all the, the U.S. attorneys, the federal attorneys throughout the country, and any 
other political appointee. You do that on day one, period. You don't let it linger. Because what were the Democrats going to say on the first day? Oh, terrible. But instead, President Trump handed an issue to the Democrats. Now, granted, the Democrats are completely disingenuous. They're full of bull. In July, they hated Comey's guts. In late October, they hated Comey's Comey's guts. In December, they hated Comey's guts. The, The minute before Trump fired Comey, they hated Comey's guts. And then a minute after, poor, poor FBI Director Comey. He didn't deserve this. He's a wonderful man. One thing you got to remember, BS spews massively in Washington. So you can never believe anything the Democrats, or for that matter, sometimes the Republicans say. Washington is a cesspool. Washington is a swamp. But President Trump on day one should have said, I'm starting to clean the swamp. But instead, he lingered and crapped around and screwed around. And when he did finally fire Comey, when you do it, you tell him, I I think he should have waited until he came back. He should have had one of his people meet him and say, Director, President is terminating you. Here's your termination letter. That's how you do it. You don't do it by sending the lever to his office knowing he's out of town. And further, all President Trump should have had to say is, I appreciate Director Comey's service. You can hate his guts. You can think he's incompetent. And does he grandstand? You bet Comey grandstands. But all Trump should have said, and the administration is, We appreciate FBI Comey's service. We wish him well in his future endeavors. The president just felt a change was in order. That's it. Period. End of discussion. And and two nights ago, being interviewed with Lester Holt, he goes on and on and said that he was a distraction. Okay, fine. But then he starts a tweet storm yesterday going after Comey. And now Comey's coming out saying didn't like the way that he was let go and what they're saying. And he's right. Look. Fire people. Get rid of people. It happens every day. It happens in sports, happens in business, but I've always believed this. No matter how incompetent someone is, no matter how much you dislike someone when you terminate someone, you maintain a decorum of class. And you say, when someone says, well, why did you terminate them? You say, I just felt a change was necessary. I appreciate and thank the director or the employee for their service. I wish them well in their future endeavors. That's it. Then you wouldn't have people saying, you wouldn't have Comey saying, hey, you know what, through back channel saying, hey, I don't like the way it was handled. I agree with him. Look, I think Comey made numerous mistakes. He had to go. He should have gone on January 20th as soon as President uh, Trump was done with the inauguration festivities. But Trump let it linger. And Steve Bannon, who everyone loves to malign, loves to malign and say he's a nutcase, he's off the off the reservation He was the one person out of the three that President Trump consulted that said, timing isn't right. Don't do it now. Don't do it now. Why don't you wait? My thinking is wait until you've got Obamacare done. Wait until you got the taxes. Wait to the end of the year. And after a year, you can say, you know what? I just wanted to make a change. At the end of the year, you say, I'm looking after my coming, approaching my first year in office. I think now's the time to make changes. And you do it. When the Congress is on recess, you do it after a year. I know he's frustrated with the Russia investigation. I think most of that's BS. But if I'm Trump and you got nothing, you say, look, let it play out. Let it play out. You can vehemently die say, look, we had no collusion. And I think what he says when he says that 
The Democrats lost an election they can't get over they shouldn't have lost. He's right. But to go after Comey on the tweet storm and, and, and then intimate saying, I hope there's no tapes of it, come on. Grow up. Act a little bit more mature, Mr. President. And as I've said, if you have listened to this show, one thing I take pride in, I'm not an unabashed homer. So when a president, even when Obama, there were several things. Look, you know how vehemently I opposed Obama. Couldn't stand him. Thought he was the worst president in our history. But there were times when he did something, and I said, you know what, I've got to agree with, and I'm not going to bash him over it. There are plenty of times that I did. George W. Bush. I was never enamored with George W. Bush. I voted for him, supported him. But on the New Orleans Hurricane Katrina issue, I went after him. It was wrong for him to just circle around an Air Force One. He should have taken command like an alpha, like a commander-in-chief, say, land that plane. I don't give a damn what the Secret Service says. We got people down there. Land it. I'm taking control. We're going to get help where it's needed. I went after him. I will go after Democrat or Republican or Independent alike. If someone's got a great idea, uh, I will laud them. I will applaud them. If someone does something that is stupid, like President Trump did yesterday and going after Comey in a classless manner, I'm going after him too. And that's the difference between myself and the Democrats. I believe country above party. Patriotism above politics. The Democrats believe in one thing. Politics over patriotism, politics over country, politics over everything else. Take something that is a crisis and make it a bigger crisis. And it's really pathetic. It is pathetic that Democrats cannot even acknowledge when something is good, when something is right, they can't stand up. And they embarrass themselves. And most Americans see that. And it would do President Trump, I believe, very well if he would just be a little bit self-deprecating. Laugh at yourself a little bit. Lighten up a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. I'm the first one to say if I make a mistake, I'm like, man, what a schmuck I was. I can't believe what a horse's ass. Nothing wrong with that. doesn't show weakness. In fact, an alpha fesses up. An alpha stands up and says, you know what? I was wrong. And I've learned it's not that you are wrong. It's how you deal with being wrong. If you make a, an egregious error, you admit it and say, look, made a mistake. Wrong. Learn from that mistake. That's why they put erasers on the end of pencils. People make mistakes. But when you're defiant like President Trump, or even Obama for that matter, and say, no, I didn't make a mistake, I'm right no matter what, and, get, and, and just get so entrenched in your own stubbornness, you do yourself a giant disservice. So President Trump, I will tell you this. Stay high, act classy. You dismiss someone, we appreciate their service. I felt the change was necessary. And that's all you say. Don't start going after them, no matter what they do. Period. End of discussion. Okay. As Sergeant Steve will, will acknowledge, this entire first segment, I was going to talk about all these new cigars and some issues going on in Pennsylvania, as well as uh, a big an a announcement at the FDA. But I got sidetracked. I got on a diversion. I got on a tangent. I can't believe Sergeant, it. Sergeant Steve, you can't believe it? You, I know. Isn't that shocking? You <laughs> cannot believe it. It happens. It happens. And I'm the first one to admit that sometimes, many times, most often, I get long-winded. But when I want to make a point that I feel it's important, it is. And it, it relates to our alpha males. 
to you fellow alphas that are listening, and I'm sure you all agree. Look, we've all made mistakes. I would venture to say most of us support and voted for President Donald J. Trump. But we are not so blinded that we cannot criticize the man and say, look, when you're wrong, President Trump, you're wrong. These Democrat partisans, my God, when they can't even admit that something is wrong, it is so foolish and childish and and immature. We're mature. We're businesslike. We're rational. We're intelligent. That's what separates alphas from betas and from the Democrats. We're intelligent. We are rational. We are reasoned. We think of things and we put patriotism above politics. The Democrats are the antithesis of everything we as alpha males believe. All right, I promise we will get to some very important cigar information and news. I cannot help it. When I get on a tangent, when I have strong opinions, I am not going to hold them back. And that is why I am your five-star global general. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app.
there's nothing like the sight of a gorgeous dame with a big double corona hanging out of her mouth. Uh. On second thought, uh, maybe there is. This is the Cigar Dave Show. Let's not forget the big rack. Cannot forget the rackage and stackage. One of the cigars that should be in every connoisseur's portfolio is from Padron, the 1964 anniversary, either in the natural or the Maduro. I am partial to the Maduro. Love the Maduro. Their 1964 anniversary, their 1926 series, even the regular Padron line, you cannot go wrong. They are just phenomenal cigars. Just about a year ago, we had the opportunity to spend an entire afternoon. We, we taped about a three-hour interview with George Padron and his dad, Jose El Padron, who founded Padron Cigars in 1964. And the 1964 anniversary series pays tribute to their founding. And it's a beautiful square-press cigar, and it's never come in tubes before. Well, for the very first time, a Padron 1964 anniversary series will be available in a very special square tube. They're on their way to stores, limited number of stores, only members of the Tobacconist Association of America, the TAA members. The Presidente, which is a 6 by 50 Toro, 6 inches in length with a 50 ring gauge, 50, 54, 7 inch in diameter ring gauge. And the Soberano, which is a smaller cigar, bigger ring gauge, a 5 inch by 52 Robusto, both available now in square tubes. Boxes of, I think, going to be 15 cigars, three rows of five, unique packaging, incredible, just fantastic looking. To hand one of these out as a gift or even put one in your briefcase or have one in your, your pocket, it's just a very elegant way to enjoy your cigar. No difference on the blend, but it is now available in the uh, new square tubes. So be on the lookout, and at the Cigar Retailers Convention in July, they'll start releasing it to some other retailers as well. Suggested retail is $14.50 for the Robusto in the tube and $15.50 for the Presidente Toro in the tube. Now, another cigar that is being launched is from Avo, Avo Cigars. Right coming on the heels of his passing, the Avo Synchro Nicaragua huge hit. The Avo Nicaragua Fogata. Another big hit. I've got in my hand here the Avo. This is a special limited that came out this year. This is the Avo Improvisacion, which I absolutely love. Beautiful, full-flavored cigar limited. They are coming out with the new Avo Synchro South American Ritmo in about uh, 10 days. Ritmo in Spanish. Ritmo means rhythm. Totally new Avo experience. Tobaccos from Peru, Brazil, Ecuador, beautiful Nicaraguan and uh, Mexican tobaccos as well. Love the box on this thing. The packaging has a nice teal, turquoise, aquamarine theme to it with a South American flair to it. Just magnificent. I will be sampling one of these Avo Synchro South American Ritmos next week. Full report on next week's show, but be on the lookout. Going to be a magnificent cigar. I have talked to people inside Davidoff and Avo that have had it. They said, General, you will love it. Be on the lookout. We will continue around the corner. 
check out the all-new CigarDave.com. Get info on the cigars and libations the general enjoys during the show. Get recipes from the pooch pit and drink cocktails, too. You can listen to the show on our 24-7 stream or download the latest podcast to listen to anytime. Get it all at CigarDave.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. USDA certified alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the General Cigar Cigar Dave. Dave. All right, a couple of important items. First of all, it is Mother's Day weekend, and I cannot go any further in this show without wishing Cigar Mother Piera a happy Mother's Day. Up in the Western New York Theater of Operations, a happy Mother's Day to my mother. To all the other mothers that are out there as well, very important weekend. You cannot forget that. Make sure that you send the card. It's not too late. And you call your mother on Mother's Day. So I've already, uh, I'm going to do that. Already sent the gift, which she has received, which she very much enjoyed. So I am ahead of a schedule. Next week on the Cigar Dave Show, it is a special Summer Grilling Boot Camp edition of the Cigar Dave Show with Colonel Ange. We will get you in shape for grilling and barbecue maneuvers. We will talk about grills. We will talk about smokers. Getting your grill ready. Now, where I reside in the Cigar City of Tampa, we can enjoy our grilling year-round. You can do the same thing up in Alaska, really. Just how cold do you want to be? How willing are you are you how how willing are you to sacrifice getting frostbitten to get a nice piece of char-grilled meat? That's the only question you can answer. But next week, everything you need to know about summer grilling maneuvers from charcoal to marinating your meats to what types of foods you can make on the grill. I've got some new tips and pointers as well on some steak grilling techniques that I am now using to incredible incredible satisfaction so colonel ange will join us from the pooch pit summer grilling boot camp and in two weeks for our memorial day edition we do not celebrate memorial day on the cigar dave show we commemorate we we observe memorial day we observe the importance of what memorial day is all about and we will be coming to you from the bad monkey a military bar once again in ybor city 
We'll be joined by many of our nation's warriors, many that have served, still serving. And uh, that is the week where there's a big special conference with the Central Command uh, here in the Cigar City of Tampa. And we have had some incredible, incredible guests, including the commander of SEAL Team 6. We've had some other great warriors, great generals. We expect the same. It is our way of paying tribute to all those men and women who have served our country, who are no longer with us, and I think it is appropriate. Too many people forget the true significance of Memorial Day. We don't, and neither do you. All right, Gurkha Cigars, for the very first time, has acquired their first proprietary factory. They've always relied on other factories to make cigars for them. They've contracted with others. But a big announcement just recently, Gurkha Cigars acquiring American Caribbean cigars out of Esteli, Nicaragua. It is Gurkha's first company-owned factory. They have been working together for over five years on various blends and various cigars that they produce for Gurkha, and they produce more than 5 million cigars per year from the American Caribbean Cigar Factory in Esteli. Kaizad Hensodia, good friend, CEO of Gurkha Cigars, who we hope joins us at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water up in Buffalo, Buffalo Riverworks, Saturday, August 12th. Mark it down. We will be sending out uh, later this week the special invitation, the special ticket link to those that have been to our event the last two years, and then June 1st, probably late May, early June, we'll open up the, the rest of the tickets to the general public. Just mark it down for now, Saturday, August 12th. They're going to be debuting five new Gurkha cigars at the event. It's going to be huge. It sounds like Donald Trump now. Huge! Just the most magnificent, beautiful chocolate cake you've ever seen. Beautiful five cigars you've ever seen. But Kaizat Hensodia, the CEO, said, and I quote, our company has seen rapid growth despite its boutique approach. Owning our own factory is a natural transition and the next step, strategic step, in being able to continue to satisfy the needs of Gurkha fans worldwide. American Caribbean Cigars began producing Gurkha cigars about five years ago. In the very first year, they made 150,000 cigars for Gurkha. They now make over 5 million cigars for Gurkha. This will be the exclusive factory where the Gurkha small batch boutique blends are created. And as Kaizad told me when I saw him, I wasn't able to release this information when I saw him back in uh, March. I knew about it. Swore me to secrecy. He said, look, this factory will really allow us to not only control the quality, but the consistency. It will allow us to, to create new blends, to really be able to oversee every aspect of the manufacturing and quality uh, end of things. Gurkha now has really grown, and I, I, I reminded Kaizad, I remember at the first cigar retailers convention, I probably met him back about 20 years ago. I think it was 1997 at the Orlando World Marriott uh, Convention Center, and he was walking around with a briefcase, and he followed me and, and tapped me on the shoulder. We started talking, and he said, look, I'm making this cigar. So-and-so is making it for me. We want to be an upscale cigar. I mean, literally, his samples were in his briefcase. Didn't have a booth or anything. And I always remind him of that. And now they, they uh, sell over 12 million cigars per year, more than 70 countries, over 250 brands. And I'm telling you, I've had samples of two of the five new blends, new brands that they are going to be launching this summer at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the river, or correction, on the water at Buffalo Riverworks. And I will tell you, they are 
off the charts. Magnificent. And people that attend in Buffalo will be the first to get these before anyone else. It's going to be pretty big. So we're looking forward to that. We're going to have uh, Carlos Yacatorano will be in attendance. We'll have uh, Juan Lopez, their VP of sales. I think Eddie Guerra, their VP of marketing, will be there. Hopefully, Kaizad will be there, the CEO as well. It's going to be a fantastic weekend again. Just mark it down for now. Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Buffalo Riverworks, downtown Buffalo, a great Alpha Pleasure Fest event. We have a magnificent time. So congratulations to Kaizad and to Gurkha on having their own factory. Big news also this week. Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who was appointed as the new commissioner of the FDA, is now officially sworn in. He is officially the new commissioner of the FDA after the Senate confirmed him by a vote of 57 to 42. Dr. Gottlieb is 44. He will now oversee the FDA, which regulates drugs, medical devices, cosmetic food, and unfortunately, the cigar industry, including premium cigars. Now, what is interesting is that Dr. Gottlieb, he is a conservative. Previously, he served as Deputy Commissioner for Medical and Scientific Affairs at the FDA from 2005 to 2007. He's a sharp cookie, as Donald Trump would say. And five years ago, he wrote a very interesting op-ed that we have posted before. We'll post it again in the New York Post, criticizing the idea of the FDA regulating premium handmade cigars, saying that kids do not consume cigars, they don't, they don't, are not marketed to kids. There's no reason. It is a waste of the energy and effort of the FDA to oversee premium cigars. So we have someone in our court now. The question is, will he and will Dr. Price, who is now the Secretary of Health and Human Services, will they be able to overcome the entrenched swamp bureaucracy of Health and Human Services and the FDA? We are all optimistic far more optimistic today than we were certainly a year ago, certainly on January 19th, but we will see what happens. And in conjunction with that, the FDA is still suing, correction, the cigar industry associations, the CAA, the Cigar Association of America, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association, and the uh, CRA, Cigar Rights of America, have all filed jointly a lawsuit against the FDA against the regulations overseeing the cigar industry and premium cigars. Well, as part of the lawsuit, an agreement was reached by the FDA and those aforementioned advocacy groups suspending the regulations for 90 days of some of the requirements that were going to take effect, certain reporting requirements, certain registration requirements. I believe, this is just my take of it, the reason they wanted it suspended is because the FDA wants to somehow settle this and get this off and get premium cigars away from being regulated. That is my take on it. Time will tell, but for now there's a suspension. We have an FDA commissioner. We have an HHS secretary that is pro-cigar. Far better news than a year ago. We will see what happens. Time will tell. This is a Cigar Dave's News Bulletin. All right, those of you that uh, reside in the Keystone state of Pennsylvania. Representative Matthew Baker. Matt Baker, a Republican, or in this case, a Repiglican, along with 17 of his colleagues, uh, about half of them are Repiglicans as well, have introduced into the Pennsylvania General Assembly House Bill 1309, 
which proposes sweeping changes to the Pennsylvania Clean Indoor Air Act, including, including removing exemptions for all indoor smoking in the state. That includes being able to smoke a cigar in a cigar store, a tobacconist, a cigar bar, casinos and hotels, general drinking establishments. Pennsylvania has a provision where they can get a smoking exemption if a sale of food amounts to less than 20% of the combined gross sales between alcohol, tobacco, and cigars, or and, uh, food. Additionally, private clubs, fundraising venues, and it would prohibit smoking at manufacturers, importers, storage facilities, and wholesalers of tobacco products and tobacco-related products. So Ashton Distributors, Ashton Cigars, Holt Cigars, they wouldn't be able to smoke their Ashtons in their own store, in their own offices. This is outrageous. And what I, it really baffles me, these are Republicans who supposedly believe in less government, more rights to the individual, more freedom to the individual, less government interference. And what does this clown Matt Baker propose? He proposes draconian smoking bans within tobacco stores and cigar stores and its cigar-related offices and manufacturer facilities. This is outrageous. Now, Pennsylvania, in addition to Florida, has a huge tradition when it comes to cigars. Much of the wrapper, many, many, many cigar fillers and wrappers are grown in Pennsylvania Dutch Amish country. You've got the Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper. There are other fillers, binders, and wrappers that are grown in Pennsylvania. It's a very big growing state for cigar tobaccos. You have Ashton that is based there. Cigars International, famous smoke shop. These are big retail companies, manufacturers. So they are very aware of the importance of the cigar industry to Pennsylvania. And what does this Republican, this Republican do? He basically slaps the face, insults, those companies which have such significant financial impact on the state of Pennsylvania. It really is outrageous. And who is it bothering by those people that smoke cigars? Who's it bothering when they're smoking a cigar in a cigar club or in a cigar store or tobacconist? Everybody in there is aware that cigars are going to be smoked. The good news is, as of right now, it has not made it out of committee. Got to make it out of committee. It's got to go to the Senate. Hasn't. There will be massive, massive, massive lobbying against this. You can be sure by all the industry groups, by the cigar manufacturers, by the cigar retailers, and the cigar consumers. But Matt Baker is an enemy of freedom. He is a Republican. EOF, enemy of freedom. EOCR, enemy of cigar rights. He is a disgrace. He's an embarrassment to the Republican Party. And I'm going to tell you something. It's getting tougher and tougher to distinguish between the taxocrats and the Republicans because they're all corrupt, they're all inept, and they cannot just get out of the way and let Americans function and American entrepreneurs and business do their thing. It is outrageous, harming business. And by the way, what is Matt Baker? He's a professional politician and an attorney, a lawyer, figures. What have lawyers created, especially those lawyers that are, that are legislators? What have they created? 
bureaucracies and messes in state houses and in Congress. That's all they have created. All right, one final thing here before we get ready to our final to go to our final concluding segment. A big recall in Canada. Canadian health authorities have launched a nationwide recall of Bombay Sapphire Gin after bottles containing nearly double the advertised amount of alcohol were discovered. The Canadian Food Inspection Agency said the bottles were found to contain 77% alcohol by volume rather than 40%. So instead of 80 proof, these uh, uh, bottles have 144 proof. Now, while a small a number of the 1.1-liter bottles were affected, it asked consumers to throw out the bottles or return them. Now, why would anybody throw them out? They're going to take them back. There's only one person that is not going to take them back, and that is Mick the Brit. Mick the Brit has launched a adver- massive advertising campaign in Canada, stating that anybody that wants to donate those... I would call them contaminated. They're not. Their excessive alcohol volume of Bombay Sapphire gin bottles to Mick, he will personally see that they are properly consumed. He will drink every lick of that double volume of alcohol in those bottles. He's rejoicing. In fact, he thinks he may have some of those bottles because he said, and, and I said to Mick, I said, Mick, the good thing is if you buy this, you just have half the normal amount. It gives you the same effect. He said, no, General. Oh, no. No, General. I would get the, uh, the equivalent of a double every time. So he said instead of getting one shot of gin, it would be the equivalent of getting two shots. He said it saves time and effort. It helps. It quickens his refueling process, as he likes to say. So Bombay Sapphire Gin 1.1 liter bottles, Canada, a small number of bottles, double, almost double the amount of alcohol. And again, Mick the Brit rejoicing, doing everything he can to try to scrounge scrounge and find up those bottles cheap. All right, when we come back, we will talk about the enemies of legroom, the enemies of seating comfort, the enemies of traveling pleasure, the airlines, as our final concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is the Avo Classic. To honor our longtime friend Avo Uvasian, this cigar is the harmony of Avo and master blender Hanky Kilner. Their collaboration offers an unforgettable experience of balance, enjoyment, and refined taste using rare tobaccos that have been aged for 25 years. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at Cigar. Dave.com. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. (laughs) What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. 
five bucks and a comfortable chair genius meet the perfect cigar to share with friends Brickhouse by J.C. Newman handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well rounded and smooth nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse for more visit BrickhouseCigars.com in 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. At the Cigar Dave Show, there are several things we really like in a Washington bureaucrat. Uh, embalming fluid? A wooden stake through the heart? Well, I guess after those two things, you really don't need the rest. Well, as you know, I'm not a big proponent of excessive government regulation. I despise it. I think that uh, for every new law in the books, five should go. It's become bloated, encumbered. It's ridiculous when you look at the tax code, when you look at all these other regulations. Nobody can keep track of it. I think Congress would do best to say, instead of making new laws, let's start taking some off the books. But in this case, I believe that there should be government intervention, especially when American Airlines announces that they are going to cut even more legroom in economy class. They are planning on decreasing the space between their economy class seats by two inches as they add their new Boeing 737 MAX jets to the fleet. They are going to shrink the distance between seats, also known as seat pitch, from 31 inches to 29 inches on three rows of the plane and down to 30 inches in the rest of its main economy cabin. Now, let me tell you, let me define what seat pitch is because you may not be aware of it. That's not legroom. If you were to take a tape measure, and I have a tape measure in my hand right here, as you can, you can hear. If you take the tape measure and you are looking at a row of seats, Look at the row in which you will go into. Take the tape measure right above the armrest and take it to the very back of the seat. Not the back of the, of the front of the cushion, but to the back of the cushion where the tray table is in the row behind you. Then extend it out and place it right to where the tray table is on the seat ahead of you. That is seat pitch. Now, I'm looking right now at 30 inches. Now, from front, the pitch is tight. That doesn't include legroom. When you take into consideration the seat cushion, 
30 inches, figure the seat cushions now are what, maybe 14, 15 inches? You're looking at about 14 inches of leg room, okay? From your knee hitting the other thing. Not even that. You're talking less than that. You're probably talking about maybe 10 inches as I'm demonstrating it right here. Sitting in economy class, coach, is unbearable and uncomfortable to begin with, and now they're making it even worse. United Airlines has said they're going to consider a similar move. How many more seats do they have to pack in the planes? Their airlines are making record profits, and they want to know why passengers are pissed. They want to know why temper tantrums are going on. It's ridiculous. American going to become the first large carrier to offer legroom with a pitch that's nearly on par with ultra-low-cost carriers Spirit and Frontier. They are 28 inches, which is brutal. It is ridiculous. And I say it is time now for the government to step in and mandate a minimum seat pitch. Enough is enough. These airline executives, when you look at Doug Parker at United at American, and you look at uh, you look at the CEO of of United, these people are an embarrassment not only to their industries but to business. Enough is enough. Screw the airlines because they're screwing us, the passengers. Cigar Dave, the general, saying, "Mayor Humidor always be full." Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio always pleasure. Make America great again. Long live the Alpha. Happy Mother's Day. And Mom, love you, Cigar Mother Piera.